Hello, everybody. On tonight's episode of Backseat Quarterbacks, I am joined by Steve. Yet again, Benny is slacking his duties. This time, it's a little bit better of an excuse. He's flying back to Denver from his parents. But still, he gave us no warning that he was leaving today. Um, he does. He's a terrible time manager, and I say that at the beginning of the pod, but I just need to reiterate that. Few things happen today that are good before we start. The rare... Uh, quad victory, right? Patriots won, blowout too, looked great. Bucks won, blowout too, looked great. Had a lot of money on both of those teams. Uh, that's the first two legs of my quad victory. The other, fantasy team won. I love when my fantasy team wins. I'm up to 5-2. and two. A real shot at the chip this year. Uh, we'll see if I'm derailed late in the season by injuries and or bad performances. Hopefully not, though. You're all rooting for me, right? And then the fourth leg is my bets did well. I'm in the green uh, after a after a not-so-great uh, week six because of the Bills. Uh, had a very good week this week, and uh, we move. We continue into week eight. Good bankroll, good dance card. It's fun. Love it. So it was a good week for your boy. Uh, Benny, I'll just tell you right now, had a bad betting week, bad fantasy week. Actually, I think he won his fantasy game, so not-so-bad fantasy week. But, um, and his team plays tomorrow. Steven, Broncos lost. He didn't bet much. Eh, average, eh, so-so week. Good, one is fantasy week, so eh, so-so. But yeah, so your three hosts, one good week, one eh, week, and then one mm, bad week, Benny. But okay. Um, all seriousness, boring week of football, to be honest. This was a lot of blowouts, but um, still fun to watch, still fun to bet on. And uh, still fun to talk about. So, without further ado, here is Not Benny and Steven. Stevie, uh, before before you say hi, uh, I'm going to address this in the intro. So, But Benny's not here again. Okay, he's flying back to Denver. He's the least reliable human being that anybody knows. I, I would pay you if you know somebody less reliable than Benny. The odds on that, we, did, we discussed uh, odds. The odds on somebody being less reliable than Benny... Plus 5,000, very extreme odds. But Steve, thank you for being here, my reliable steed. How are you doing, my friend? Good, just got back, uh, watched Ron's Gone Wrong at the movie theater. What did you watch? Ron's Gone Wrong, the like robot kids movie. <laughs> well, I hope you had a good time seeing Who did you see that movie with? She wanted to see it. Who did? Oh, okay. Yeah, there's Dune out. There's 007. By the way, 007, one of the worst movies. One of the last, actually, it's a good movie. But Rami Soho's coming up. Yeah, Rami Malik was terrible in that movie. He talks in riddles, and I think he wrote his own riddles. I don't think they were wrote for him. I think he crafted his own riddles. It was a terrible character in that in that universe. But the movie overall was okay. I liked it. James Bond, Daniel Craig send off. Football week seven. Probably the worst week so far this year. We've been we've been spoiled as uh, football fans. Yeah, a lot of bias, a lot of bias. And uh, what happened this week was a lot of blowouts, a lot of bad matchups. Uh, the two best games, which is what we're going to start with: Chiefs Titans and Bengals Ravens. Chiefs Titans. Let's let's start with that first. Okay. When I said last, when we talked last, which was Wednesday night, I said two words why I think the Titans can win this. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry had his second worst game of the season. The reason mm-hmm. they won this game, two words, Patrick Mahomes. He has been a, he has touchdown numbers and he has some yards. He also has nine interceptions now through seven games in a league Insane. where 
taking yeah we're, we're taking care of the ball is of the utmost importance uh he's been turning it over too much he got jacked up there in the third or fourth quarter where i thought he's definitely concussed he's already somehow cleared concussion protocol i don't understand how he was he literally was wobbling it seems like a little jump in the gun there to, to uh allow him to be automatically okay that was a mid-tier quarterback he would have got pulled out exactly um there's serious problems with the chiefs i'm not even we, we can talk about the titans in a sec but with the chiefs here's the issues they turn the ball over too much the defense is just we do this every week, but we're gonna keep we're gonna keep pounding it into the ground. The defense is terrible. Frank Clark and Chris Jones signed hundred million dollar contracts. Frank, Frank Clark's cap hit this year is twenty five point eight million. I think it's it's between twenty five and twenty six. The highest for any defensive player in the league. He's barely played, and when he's played, he does nothing. He's a body out there. He got his money and he stopped trying. Um, Chris Jones similarly. There was a run where he had his arm on Henry did nothing and then jogged the play. It makes, it makes me happy because I hate the chiefs and uh, I'm going to, this might be a little hot take. Eh, it's probably a hot take. Chiefs ain't making the playoffs. How about that? I don't think they're making it. I think they're winning nine games this year. Um, maybe 10, maybe that gets them in in a, in a wild card setting, but Mahomes is being careless with the ball. The offense is, has been fine in most games. This game, they got stifled. But as always, outside of Hill and Kelsey, I don't like what they have on offense and Mahomes. And the defense is just all-time bad. And when you have an all-time bad unit, the only way you can overcome that to even make the playoffs is if your other side of the football's very, very good. And that offense can be very good at times. But the carelessness with the football that Mahomes is displaying week in, week out, either has to change or this team's not making the playoffs. And I bring this up too much, but it's a testament to how actually insane the 20 years of New England was. Because when teams lose Super Bowls, historically, you can go through the track record of it. They struggle the year after. Something something switches in their mindset, the, the mental breaks. And we're seeing that with the Chiefs. The Bucks broke this team in the Super Bowl. And now teams are running uh, pretty much exactly the same defense the Bucks ran in that Super Bowl. Some, some teams have good personnel, some teams don't. But when you do two high safeties and say, Mahomes beat us underneath, he has shown he hasn't been able to do that so far this season. So, sorry I talked so long about the Chiefs. Steven, give me a couple takes. Come on, Steve. Yeah, no, I, I think even though Derek Henry had a bad game, it's crazy. I think he has the most um, receiving touchdowns ever in a season in his career in week seven already. So He's been good in the past game. He's developed. Yeah, yeah I think we talked about that a little bit last season we're like oh if Derek Henry was like a patch casting back he might be elite so if they keep doing dishing him out to him he had a receiving touchdown today too I believe also passing um, touchdown and a passing touchdown so he had a uh, one yeah don't need a rush I don't know I don't think he had a rush rush one in so that's funny he threw one and <laughs> received one <laughs> but uh when your best receiver is Byron Pringle yeah you're probably not gonna win games so that's they're looking bad. Who would think that they would have the same record as the Broncos <laughs> heading into next week? So, and it's the Broncos are a bottom division. 10 team, so I don't see them making the playoffs either. I don't, I don't even think that's a hot take anymore. Yeah, this team's struggling. I'm gonna, I prompt people are gonna continue to lose money on the Chiefs. Um, because I promise you they're gonna get too much credit. This is a bad football team. Maybe they can turn the switch, but 
and they I'm can't run. Win. Yeah, they I'm, they, ran yeah, they good at all run. the entire season. Exactly. Uh, for the Titans, I agree with everything you said. Um, good game plan by them. And by the way, this is a team that lost to the Jets earlier this month, the, the Tennessee Titans in October. Yeah. They lost to the Jets. We don't remember that. that that's a terrible all-time bad loss. But they've um, sneakily won against the Bills and the Chiefs back-to-back weeks. That's a, Another, that's a good streak. Yeah, I think that might have switched something in their defense because now, now at least they're like playing good. I mean, I know they got 31 hanged on them against the Bills, but it's the Bills. If you're able to at least hold them to under what you get them, that's a pretty good, pretty good for your defense. So their defense is, as long as it shows up, I think the Titans are, I mean, they're obviously going to win their division. So it's just how high of a seeding can they get? Probably not super high, but hopefully they get one of the bad wild card teams in a matchup in the playoffs. Well, I mean, they have six free wins pretty much, right? Two against two against all the division opponents. So they can, yeah. they can potentially go something, you know, with a 1-3 or a 12 or a 1-4 maybe. Who knows? Yeah, but yeah. it could be. It. But it's either first seed or nothing really, so. Yeah, the second seed. And I don't think they're getting first seed, so. Yeah, same. Um, Good game by the Titans. Good couple of weeks. Screwed a lot of people at bet because a lot of people have money on the Chiefs. Which is crazy. And I, I haven't seen nothing about the Chiefs that said they can be a team that just beat the Bills. Yeah, especially with the, and the, they didn't win the way that I thought they were, would win uh, because I thought Derrick Henry would have 250 yards, but they ran the ball effectively and held on to the ball a long time, which is, which is yeah. uh, a key to win. Uh, any other thoughts on that game? No, that was just, I mean, the score was still surprising watching the, um, watching it this morning. It was like, huh. Didn't think they'd be that bad. I thought it would at least be competitive, and then times would just pull away in like the fourth quarter. But it was just they just were did nothing the entire game, so it was pretty hilarious. Yeah, Mahomes is so talented. I'm not. I'm not like being a hater here, but he has been very lucky with how defenses play him. Not lucky, but he's been able to exploit defenses playing him the way that they've done throughout his career. That's changed this year. They're saying beat us underneath. He's gonna be fine. This is going to be a down year. They probably aren't going to make the Super Bowl. Uh, and like we said, we don't think they're going to make the playoffs. But even if they make the playoffs, I don't think this is a Super Bowl team with that defense. Going forward, Mahomes will be fine. He's just going to have to take what the defense gives you. And he's not doing that. And it doesn't really make sense why he isn't. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, I get, I get wanting the big play. Because when you're down a lot of points, the big play is what gives you the chance to come back and win. Nickel and diamond down the field. 15 yard or 15 play drives takes up too much time, but early in the game, take what the defenses give you. And he hasn't done that. He'll, he'll be fine, but this is not a good chiefs team. Um, okay. This was another one that I I was surprised. I got right. Bengals Ravens. Didn't expect it like this. I expected a close game. Um, the Bengals shellacked Baltimore Joe Burrow's coming out party. Uh, you know, the egregious pick is, Tua over Herbert in that draft. But a lot of people were saying, well, why doesn't Burrow get any flack? And eh, okay, because Herbert is that is, you know, sus- considered substantially better than both. I think Burrow is is that guy. I think he's he's him and Herbert are both going to be elite quarterbacks, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Burrow in this game, he had one bad pick in the end zone. He uh, kind of a kind of a defendable interception he was getting zero blitz and he just threw it up to jamar chase good things usually happen when you throw it up to jamar chase speaking of jamar chase eight catches 200 yards a touchdown had an 82 yard touchdown where 
if you watch this replay, it I've watched it like 10 times. I don't get how he was able to catch the ball the way that he did and turn up field that quick and get to top speed as fast as he did. He's insane. And for everybody, including myself, who said, ah, I think they should take an offensive lineman with that pick. I'm an idiot. I think we're all idiots. This is, um, he's already a top 10 receiver and that's probably being conservative. This guy's, this guy is um, phenomenal. And he, there's a lot of good receivers in the NFL, but I'm not taking many over Jamar chase. He's been so good. So that's my Bengals take. I like this team. I think they're they're They have a decent shot to make the playoffs. They have a puncher's chance or five and two. Uh, I don't think any of us would have predicted it'd be five and two coming into coming into mm. the week seven. What did we predict them? Let's see. AFC North. I said six and 10. They're already about to break that. Uh, Benny said seven and 10. Uh, Steve, you said five and 12 for the Bengals. So they're over under into the season with six and a half. They're going to break that in within a couple of weeks. This is a good team. And Joe Burrow, I can't believe I doubted him. He's great. Just flat out. Let's say you about the Bengals, Steve. Yeah, I was thinking they would need another year or two to even be like considered a close playoff team because their defense is and their alliance is and. But when you when you surround Joey Smokes with some with some receivers, you're good. Jamar Chase through the season is tied for 40th with receptions, but he's fourth in yards, fourth in touchdowns, and tw- and second in average yards per catch. So huge play guy. He, he clearly was the right pick. I, I mean, everyone was saying they should take Sewell over him, and it uh, looks like everyone's an idiot, basically. He's looking like the best, obviously the best rookie receiver, and usually you're not even your best at your sophomore year for, for wide receivers. That's usually when they really pop out, so I uh, think we're going to see good things from Chase. Probably get more more passes his way instead of just being the long ball guy, but even if he's just the long ball guy and they get a, a more of a slant runner kind of person for their team, they, this team should be amazing. Top off the defense. And he all, I mean, he, he's a great route runner. The, the thing is, is like, he's, he's getting those yards on big plays. Yeah. Um, but you're right. It's, I remember the LSU year where Burrow had arguably the best college season ever. It was, it's him and Cam Newton probably with Auburn um, for the two best college quarterback seasons that I think have been happening. People may put Vince Young. We don't need to go down that path. Anyways, Jamar Chase in that season had by far the best year of any receiver that year uh he took last year off he um what's it called red shirted because of covid he said i'm not playing get ready for the draft turns out it was a good decision (laughs) because lsu ed or drawn all that stuff but it turns out it was a good decision he's gonna be i have him in fantasy what a pig by me i'm gonna pat myself on the back but uh (laughs) i'm probably keeping him i'm probably keeping him over saquon I, I think I think that's probably the smartest thing. So far. I think I want him on my fantasy team for the next seven to eight years, seven to ten years. Um, speaking of fantasy, congratulations, Steve. You and I both uh, wrapped up a couple of dubs. We're uh, we're yeah. running away with. Uh, there's like four teams that are winning everything. So we probably had the playoffs pretty much set. The, it's it's hilarious. The other division in our fantasy league, every single team lost this week. Yeah, it's it's rough. Yeah. Uh, Switch Bal- the divisions up. Yeah, I know. We need we need to switch the divisions. Uh, Baltimore. You know, I actually don't take away much from from this Ravens team. I think a lot of people are were really prisoner of the moment when they won last week, and we're saying this is you know they're top top five team in football. 
this team is a, I think I said this, they're like the inverse of the Patriots. They could have lost a lot of their games. The Lions, they should have lost. Uh, the Chiefs, they should have lost. Um, Even the Colts game, they the probably Colts should, game have they lost. should have lost. Yeah, that's three three right there. And they won all three. So you, you turn that around, that's a two and five team. Uh, now, they're I don't like think the they're Seahawks of this year. Yeah, exactly. I don't think they're a two and five team. I don't think they're a bad team. I think they're a fine team. They just have a terrible defense. Uh, their secondary, of course, they have like 20 players on IR. And not all 20 are impact guys. But I mean, not having Marcus Peters, not having um, J.K. Dobbins, not having uh, a few, a few None other of your running backs. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They lost just more than JK. They lost Gus Edwards that not having a whole bunch of players. This team's just banged up and it's not a great football team. It's a fine team. They're probably going to make the playoffs. Uh, I think they're going to get to 10, uh, 10 to 12 wins, but we, we vastly people vastly overreacted to how good this team is. And that's why I saw value in the Bengals. And that's why I bet the Bengals in a couple of bets. I had a good betting week. Uh, thankfully didn't have a great one last week that, so we're back, we're back in, we're back on the green, a good, a good week. Um, but I don't know. I didn't really take much away from this. Lamar got pressured a lot. He got sacked, I think five times, five or six. Um, it's, it's not a one dimensional offense, but this is a front running team. And when they're down in the game and you're forcing Lamar to make plays with his arm, it's not his strong suit. This is a team that plays well with the lead that struggles when they're down. And uh, except for the Colts game, but typically in the history of Lamar being the quarterback for the Ravens, when they're in the lead, they run the hell out of the ball. You don't get many possessions. And then the game ends when he has to throw. It's typically not been the best, uh, best results for their team. Because that usually means they're in, excuse me, that usually means they're uh, down in the game and they're not a team that plays well from behind. Do you have anything to say about Lamar, Stevie? No, yeah, I think they really need the run game to set up what they're trying to do with their game plans. So I think that probably hurt them a little bit, a little this week. And like you're saying, they don't play well from behind really at all, except when they make historic comebacks and 66 yard field goals. But besides that, <laughs> but yeah, though I I still think by the end of the season, I still think the Ravens will probably still be a top five team, though. Yeah, I don't think they're missing the playoffs, especially since it looks like um, hello cat, it looks like the um, Browns have a ton of injuries. I don't, I think they're taking us. It's it's unfortunate because they have such a talented roster. The Browns have a ton of injuries. The Bengals, I don't know if they keep this pace up. I think they're a good team, but. I still think the Ravens should be the favorite to win this. And we don't need to say anything about the Steelers. So the Ravens probably win this division still. I think we both think that. Um, okay. Sunday night football. We usually start with Sunday night football, but I'm switching that up because sometimes it's not worth starting with. It's not, yeah. Start with As in today. Yeah. This game was monsoon filled. So I don't really look at the stats that well, except there were some uh, hilarious interceptions that show up on the stat sheet, but it's better to watch the videos. Carson Wentz has thrown three or four like shovel pass picks this year that are hilarious. Every one of them is, I couldn't believe them when he threw it really in this game. It was literally, he was yeah, getting sacked. And he just like tossed it to the defense. Uh, there wasn't anyone even there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what he was doing. Wait, was that considered a fumble? Cause I'm looking at the stats. It doesn't show up as an INT. 
It's, uh, when I looked at the stats, it showed he had two. Did he have two other ones that he had? Yeah. That's Jimmy G. Jimmy G had two. Oh, no. Then, yeah, Carson Wentz didn't have – it doesn't show up for that. I okay, that was considered a fumble. That's some BS. That's a pick. But whatever. <laughs> um, here's – I don't really have any takeaway about the Colts. Three and four, though. Sneaky three and four team had a very hard – Easily the best three and four team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They had a really tough start of their schedule. Uh, you look at who they who they played and – I guess some of those teams haven't panned out as being that good, but the first five games, there's a real chance they went zero and five. I think they went one and four, so not much better. But they've won the last couple of weeks, and they're gonna. You look at the AFC standings. There's a lot of um, crap at the bottom. Some of the one of those teams, some of those teams will make the playoffs, and so the Colts have a chance. Carson Wentz has been playing a lot better um, the last few weeks. Now he had that bad th- the bad fumble today, but realistically he's been a lot better quarterback um the last three four weeks but i don't have anything to really to say about the colts do you it's more about what what about the 49ers yeah no i think i think everyone knows the colts are at least like an above average team like i don't think anyone thinks the colts are a bad team so i i think that record kind of sucks but i don't know the strength of schedule but i honestly just looking just paying attention every few weeks i honestly feel like the colts have like the hardest schedule (laughs) Yeah, I mean, let's look real quick. Who do they play? I just want to Seahawks, they Rams. Played a bad team. Yeah, it was Seahawks, Rams, Titans, Dolphins, Ravens, Texans, 49ers. So yeah, those first five weeks at so Seahawks, like Rams, team. Titans, Dolphins, Ravens. That's four really supposed four what came into this year we thought were great teams. The Dolphins were supposed to be good. Yeah, I think um, when they played the Dolphins, the Dolphins still weren't looking like too bad. No, now we see. But they have yeah, – the Colts have the Titans next Sunday, Jets, Jaguars. So, you – they the Titans game is going to be close. They win that. They're going to win the next two, you know. And yeah. then they then they buzzsaw themselves, Bills, Bucks. So, but yeah. – eh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, they have a – it literally feels like they're playing every playoff team. I know. It's they – got, they got kind of shouted. By the way, we get them on hard knocks in a couple of weeks. Uh, the in-season hard knocks. I think it starts in November. Oh, that's kind of cool. I know. I'm excited. Although I'm not excited it's that team. But who knows? Yeah. But usually they pick bad, bad, bad teams. So this might be actually kind of interesting. Yeah. 49ers, though. Two and four. Jimmy G, man. I I love Jimmy G. <laughs> I really, I, like, I'm one of his biggest supporters. The injuries have piled up. He's not the same QB. This franchise is sliding backwards. They've missed on a couple of big draft picks lately. Brandon Ayuk is pretty much a punt returner now. I don't know what happened. He was fine last season. I don't know what happened to make him like why aren't they using seriously irrelevant? Like he's basically inactive. He's a punt returner. Um, what'd you say? Sorry. Oh, I was saying I drafted him in fantasy pretty high because I was like, oh, he should at least be half of what he was last year. And he's not even a quarter. He's like, just there's no scheme. He doesn't get him. snaps. He doesn't even play. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. They drafted a QB. That's a clear project. And honestly, I'm not like, we could do rookie QB rankings, but we, we will, I guess. So yeah, maybe I'll say this for them. But uh, he's, Trey Lance is not ready to be in the NFL. But the thing is, is they probably are going to stop. They're probably going to move on from Jimmy because he's so limited. And you watch tonight, the game was closer in score than it actually was. The first drive, San Francisco 
great drive. I think it was like a five-play drive, ran the ball, uh, hit every single block and hole, and scored very quickly. That happened the very first drive. A drive in the fourth quarter, they scored in like four, four or five plays. It was just boom, boom, boom. Bing, bong, boom, bong, boom. They got in the end zone, okay? Very quickly. Jimmy hit the passes. There was runs. Great drive. So that's two drives. That's um, 13 of their 18 points. The rest of the game, they were terrible. And the Colts looked a little stinky at the start, but they were consistent throughout. And really what happened was the Colts just, what Carson Wentz did, because you were probably seeing the movie during this, uh, for some of it at least, Carson Wentz was just throwing balloon balls downfield and getting PIs, which I hate that strategy. But as a DB, you can't be doing that after it happens once. You had to play yeah, the ball. They should know it's coming. Yeah, one times, one times it's fool me once, shame on, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Uh, it happened like four times, and he kept doing it, and they kept getting PIs, and that's the story of the game. This is an undisciplined football team, a lot of injuries. As soon, Kyle Shanahan's gonna have to, uh, gonna have to be, you know, on the hot seat. I think he is on the hot seat already, but he's if he's not, he's you know, the seat's getting warm. And they're not going to fire him after this year. If they do fire him, he'd be the first coach picked up. Teams would fire their coach to to hire Kyle Shanahan. Just just what it is. He's a a great offensive mind. But listen, they drafted Trey Lance over Mac Jones. He wanted Mac Jones. They drafted Trey Lance. Trey Lance is not ready to play. Jimmy G does not look good. Where do they go from here? Two and four. It's, you know. And they don't have their first round pick next year. So, yeah. So where do they go from here? Not really much they can do. This is a pretty sad, pretty depressing season for uh, the 49ers, right? Yeah. They're basically, they're the new chargers. Get injured, have quarterback problems. Don't live up to expectations. So they have, they have the bears next Sunday. And we're going to, we're going to briefly talk about that game, but they have to win that, right? Yeah, they have to. The bears aren't, bears defense good but everything else is bad. If they can't beat the Bears, then, yeah, they're, they're a dumpster fire team. Jeez, this is not an easy schedule either. Because oh, then they go, they go after the they, – they've lost four straight. <laughs> they go after the Bears, Cardinals, who they played tight um, last week. So Cardinals two, and four, two, two times in four weeks. Rams, Jaguars, Vikings, Seahawks. Russ probably is back in that game. Bengals, we talked about the Bengals. Falcons, that would be the Falcons. Titans, Texans, Rams. Yeah, I mean, like, we yeah, – really, like, what are, what are they going to go? Seven, seven and ten? I don't even know if they beat the Falcons. Yeah. Uh, it's – I don't know. Sorry, Tyler. Old podcast guy, Tyler Roach. Hasn't been on for a long time. I could, We should we should have got him on tonight, to let him talk. But, uh, no, sorry about the 49ers. This is not their year. And that's really the takeaway. It's like – what they i don't know a lot of people think kyle shanahan myself included is one of the most is one of the biggest genius offensive minds in football i think everybody should think that right i don't think that's a controversial no uh, i don't think so but he's been a very mediocre coach except for the year they got to the super bowl which of course buys you time because getting to a super bowl is not an easy thing to do but outside of that year he's been very below average in terms of win-loss record like 
probably, I don't know, but I'm, I'm assuming worst in the league over that time. You, you take that one year out, that's three years of very bad records. So, whew. Okay. Moving on. Few, few little tidbits. We're going to make this one quick because this week wasn't that good. Uh, there's three other things I want to talk about real quick. So the Giants beat the dog shit out of the Panthers or the cat shit. How about that? Rawr. Panther. Um, not really talking about this game at all. I don't, I didn't watch a snap or I did because of red zone, but Panthers are now scrambling to get in on the Deshaun Watson um, trade. By the way, remember we talked about that on Wednesday, thought it was going to be done. Surprised it wasn't done, but now there's a bidding war for a guy facing 22 uh, allegations of sexual misconduct. There's gonna be, they're gonna get more than what they wanted for um, during the offseason. Yeah, middle tier teams are scrambling now that they they put in the huge bets on young quarterbacks and they're not panning out. You know what I do if I'm Houston. Unless you think the uh, the hammer's going to drop on him and he's going to get in federally indicted and stuff, I probably wait till the season's over and then trade him to the Dolphins. Now that I'm thinking about it, but he gets to pick where he goes because he has a no trade clause. So it's Panthers, Dolphins, maybe Washington. That's that's the that's the rumors. But it was just going to be the Dolphins. There's going to be a three team trade. But the Panthers, David Tepper, um, little little tidbit here. David Tepper is a um, hedge fund manager. And I know this, not just because people have said this, but because I have followed his, uh, his fund. It's very, very good. It has made a ton of money over um, the last 15 or so years. And he bought this team and he's very aggressive and wants to win. Now he has put billions of dollars, um, hundreds of millions of dollars into new facilities, into hiring. He, paid top dollar for uh, for rule and for uh, joe brady to come and be the coaching staff there he's willing to pay a lot of money for anything he wants to win this is an owner you want but he's also not really morally or ethically uh the greatest so he wants deshaun watson they're gonna get deshaun watson i think the panthers have to be the favorite to land him because of how much tepper's willing to give up to be competitive he does not want to wait five years try this new thing out he wants the qb i think they're the favorite to get him the dolphins are gonna the dolphins have more assets so the dolphins have the higher edge and it's really where deshaun watson wants to go but there's going to be a huge bidding war and this is going to be the biggest trade in nfl history for a guy who legitimately may not even play if if this year (laughs) this year or maybe in the future like there's they haven't ruled out no criminal investigation and although being truth or being real, right? A lot of times, sex crimes, even if um, legitimate, don't get convicted because it's super hard to prove. Especially he said, she said cases like these are. But there's 22 of them. Ten of They're them all the same. have done criminal probes or have been looking into be have been looked at as uh, possibly criminal, and they're all allegations. Yes. But you're taking a huge franchise risk. So the, the trains of thoughts here are: Do Texans? cut loose now um they will by the way he's going to be traded before the deadline which is i think in a week and a half it's not it's not after not before this sunday but it's before next sunday um it's november like third or second um he's going to get moved i'm just saying if i'm the texans i probably hold on to him 
if I think that nothing's going to happen on that front and then give them to the Dolphins at the end of the year or offseason because the Dolphins stink. They're not going to win many games. You put Deshaun Watson on that team and they play him, maybe they win a few games and get a better draft pick. But they're going to take the biggest offer and the pa- or where Deshaun wants to go, they're going to look at all that. He did say the Dolphins and Panthers are both teams he'd go to. Um, they're going to get such a huge offer for him now. They, I'm sure the Texans were not even watching their game that they played today where they got blown out 31-5 to to the Cardinals. Uh, had a 5-0 lead at the start of that game. A 5-0 lead. A little, little uh, baseball score. They probably didn't even pay attention to that. They were they were just drooling over the beatdown that the Giants gave the Panthers because they're like, yep, another team's in, and now we have a betting war. So I don't know. I, I said I think the Panthers have the upper, ed- the upper hand because I think they're willing to give more, but they don't have more than the Dolphins. The Dolphins have the three first-round picks in the next two years. Um, may, do they have more than that? They might have four. I don't know what they have, but yeah. they have that. Yeah. I don't think you can give up picks like outside of like three or four years too. So it's not like you can just give away like next 12 years of picks. I'm not sure how NFL trades work, but I think you're right. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen here, but there's going to be a trade and it's going to be huge in the NFL. And a lot of people are going to have the reckoning of what do the fans think of Deshaun Watson? I'm going to tell you straight up right now. I don't like, some of the players in the NFL because they're off field issues, but if they're on my team and you, I'm morally bankrupt for this. If they're on my team, I want them to do well because I want my team to win. I don't mind. Like if somebody says I'm not going to root for the Texans because Deshaun Watson did what he did. I'm fine with that. I'm not criticizing people. That's just not me or pretty much the mass majority of fans, which is unfortunate. I should have more of a moral backbone, but I don't because I want my football team to win. Um, I hate Tyreek Hill. I would, I find what he's done, uh, criminal, morally, re- uh, re- uh, reprehensible. Is that the right word? Did I use that right? Yeah, you oh. did. Okay. You Thank actually God. did for first time. <laughs> uh, I find, I find what he's done, his actions off the field to be just terrible. And of course, when I, <laughs> cause I hate the chiefs or root against the chiefs, I'll bring that up. If he's on the Patriots, I won't like him. I'm not saying that I approve of his actions, but I want him to do good because I want my team to win. There will be fans for Carolina and for Miami that will be very upset at this trade and that won't be fans anymore that will stop watching the sport, I'm sure. But as soon as he steps foot on that field and he has a four-touchdown game and throws for 400 yards and looks monumentally better than Tua or Sam Darnold, people won't care. And that's the sad truth. The NFL wants to act like they really care about off the field stuff. And they do sometimes, sometimes they do, but truthfully they care about money, which is what both these owners do with David Tepper and, uh, and Steven Ross, the owner of the dolphins. And they're like, I can bring in a quarterback who's 25 or 26 top 10 talent and is so much better than who we have starting right now that will put us in a position to actually win football games and, you know, make a run at uh, titles. People won't care. And that's just the truth. So that's my, that's my take on it. I uh, I'm a hypocrite because of, because of, uh, I just explained it. Listen, I, Antonio Brown has some pretty, you know, not great things that he's done off the field uh, allegations as well. And um, every time he catches a touchdown, I tweet AB explanation point. 
it, the, and I, I look at myself as a socially conscientious person who takes these things serious. But the truth is, is I'm a fan, just like other people are fans. And I don't have the moral backbone to, uh, to not root for the people that I want to win football games, along with the people that are around them. Steve, do you have that moral backbone? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> you, you'll root if, for uh, you wouldn't want Deshaun Watson? No, I was saying, I was saying like last year, like earlier this season, I forget it, but I was like, ah, I still take Deshaun Watson. Better than Bridgewater. Luck. I'll say this though. I respect people that, that are, that are like out on the team. If they do it, I do. I respect that. You have a, yeah. you have a better moral compass than I, and I mean, the, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not afraid. To he's not that. as good as uh, Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson, who I'm actually eyeing for our team. So yeah, exactly. Okay. That's a Deshaun Watson piece. There's going to be a lot of talk about this over the next week before he gets traded or uh, as rumors. Or after, yeah. um, huh? And after once he gets, yeah, and, uh, and especially after, especially when, if he's able to play, if he's not on the exempt list, um, I will say this, these teams have a ton of resources and if they're willing to give up two, three first round picks and other assets, they've probably done their due diligence on if they think that he's going to get suspended. If he thinks these cases are going to be, um, are going to be con- convicted conviction worthy, um, et cetera, et cetera. And the worst thing about this whole Deshaun Watson saga on the other side of it is the lawyer representing the women is a known ambulance chaser, which is a very easy thing to muddy up the waters. And I'm not saying that Deshaun Watson is innocent. I personally, from what I've read, I don't think he is innocent, but the difference between being guilty and the court of law and being guilty in the court of public opinion are a lot. Okay. And so they're looking at this. I I think that um, there's going to be a lot of takes about this when they do, if if a team trades for them that are going to miss the point of what's happening. And uh, I don't know. That's, that's basically, that's basically how I'm looking at it. I think, I think that lawyer wants the, will probably lose in just normal court. And then he'll be, He's going to get his money in civil court, probably. Yeah, if they even press, even if they press charge, even or, I don't think they're actually going to press criminal charges. I really don't. I just I feel yeah. like they're not going to because they, it's been a while. I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I can't be. I'm, <laughs> I'm not the one that uh, presses charges here. But the civil ones, he's probably going to settle out of court. Is what's going to happen. Exactly. That's where he's going to get his money. Mm-hmm. So, um, the lawyer I'm talking about. Yeah, Busby. Okay. Final few things, and then we're gonna go. Patriots shellacking to the Jets. I, I said I'm not gonna talk much more about the Patriots, but um, I'll say this: team looked really good. It's against the Jets, I know. Zach Wilson, I hope he's okay. That injury did not look good. Uh, hopefully, it's not a torn uh, PCL. Hopefully, it's just a strained um, knee ligament, and he's gonna be okay. Mac Jones. Great game. I like Mac Jones a lot. And this leads to rookie quarterback rankings. And I'm going to do them quick. Number five. Number five. Trey Lance. Trey Lance is not NFL ready. In the time that he played in the preseason and his limited time in the regular season, doesn't look like he knows the playbook. If he does know the playbook, the coaching staff is not willing to unleash him because um, they obviously don't think he is ready to run the playbook. 
Number four. Do you agree with Trey Lance number five? Yeah, easily. Number four, Justin Fields. Yeah, I know. He hasn't played. Yeah, exactly. You kind of have to do it even if you like with (laughs) number four, Justin Fields. Justin Fields um, had probably one of the worst games a quarterback's had this season. He had no time in the pocket, not his fault. There was a couple backup linemen. Uh, Zero touchdowns, three picks. They scored three points. They were down 35 to three going into the half. So, and they kept him in all game, which I think is kind of malpractice. They should have probably taken him out in the fourth quarter. There's no reason to risk him getting hurt because he kept getting slammed too. It's not like, it's not like they stopped rushing him. Yeah. So he, he's been bad too. I mean, the only reason I say Trey Lance is, is lower is because of, um, he hasn't played enough, but wow. That was a bad game by fields. Number three, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson's had showings of promise. He's also had some really bad moments. Today was looking like it was going to be a bad moment game, but uh, he got hurt and he got replaced by a guy guy named Mike White. Did you know Mike? Do you know who Mike White is? He's been in the NFL for four years. It's his first snap. His first completed pass was uh, was a touchdown. That's pretty badass, though. That is. That's a great live, too, by the way. Four years as a backup. Number two. Four years of never doing your job. I know. I I would love it. Number two is Trevor Lawrence. I still think he's uber talented. Um, the team sucks, but and his stats aren't that good. But you, you, if you watch him, if you just watch him play, you see the you see why he was the number one pick. Like that's that's what it is. Number one is Mac Jones, and if Jamar Chase was non-existent, if he if he was just not uh not alive or um wasn't in the NFL. Mac Jones would be running away with the rookie of the year. And, you know, I said this in our group message and Ty, Ty said he's better, but he doesn't have the physical tools that the other guys have, which I'd agree with, but that's also selling him a little short. He ran a faster 40 at the combine than Patrick Mahomes did. Okay. He's not, a st- he's not Matt Ryan. He's not Tom Brady. He's not big Ben. Although I would love if he was Tom Brady. Okay. Uh, but he's not a statue and he has, he makes very quick reads. He progresses through them very quickly. He completes a, a high majority of his pre- passes. I think he's at 70%, which is not a small feat. Okay. That's, that's a seven out of 10 is good. Um, he's made a few mistakes. That's fine. The offensive line hasn't been that good. He's been sacked a bit. He has to rush the ball out sometimes. Mac Jones has been amazing and he looked great this game. They play the Chargers next week. The Panthers maybe with Deshaun Watson the week after. The Browns, who are really banged up. The Falcons, who I don't, I don't have much faith in. Now I don't know if they beat the Chargers. I'll be like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say like, oh yeah, they're gonna go on a run here. But I could see them winning those next four games. I could, and I'll probably pick that just because I'm a homer. But they have played the Bucks and the Cowboys better than any other team in the NFL outside of the teams they lost to. Right. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm kind of like optimistic. They, I've, I've kind they of got could some be a good sneaky optimism. team where they could be just a team that beats up on bad teams and plays close games and loses them. I'm feeling 10 wins with the Patriots. I think they could beat the chargers next week. Don't do, do you not think that? It seems like a Belichick masterclass. Week. I'm back in. I'm back in Steve. Back in. God, don't, don't, don't pull me back in. They put up 54 today. God, I, I know it's a good suggestion, but 54 is 54. 
Jets beat the Titans a few weeks ago. Yeah. They also lost to the Broncos, too. So, oh, Jesus. That's true. Um, final thing, and then we'll, then we'll, we'll wrap up. Um, just the, the Bucks thing, because I'm, I'm going to talk about the Bucks every podcast because Tom Brady, 600th touchdown. Actually, we're not even going to talk about this game, really. Tom Brady, four touchdowns, had a bad game. Four touchdowns, zero picks, had a bad game, 20 for 36. But the story of this game was he threw his 600th touchdown regular season. He's almost at 700 if you include the playoffs, which is just absurd. Um, Mike Evans caught it. He gave the ball to a fan. The fan gave it back to the team, um, got a different ball, and then was given, I think the, the details came out, he was given a $1,000 gift card to the team shop. And I'm sure Brady's going to give him something, right? Brady will sign a jersey or something for him. But that hasn't came out. But I think Brady is going to do do something like that. Or Mike, it's going to be, he's going to get his fair share. And one train of thought is, well, he's lucky he got the ball. as a like a dumb, um, dumb thing from Mike Evans, who just did his touchdown celebration, which is what he does every time. And so he's getting rewarded for something he didn't deserve. Do you know what my train of thought is, though? If I'm that guy, do you know what I do there, Steve? What are you doing? As soon as the ball is handed to me, as soon as the ball is handed to me, I'm first, my my heart rate's 250, okay? I'm probably dying, actually. I'm probably having a heart attack. I'm taking that ball. I'm immediately leaving the stadium, going to my car, leaving, going home, and then putting it up on auction. I'll call the bucks, and I'll say, here's my price. I'm putting it on. I'm putting it on for sale. Do you know how much that ball would be worth? People are saying a half million dollars. Maybe, yeah. There's nobody that's ever thrown a 600 touchdown before. Um, I guess I'd be like catching like Barry Bonds's yeah. last home, home, breaking home run. And those those went for like two million dollars. So I think it's I think 500,000 minimums, especially in where we're in inflated auctions everywhere, right? You have NFTs Especially for millions. Yeah, sports memorabilia. Yeah, you have all these things just blasting off. You're looking at a half million easy. If he only gets, and I mean like only relatively, if he only gets a different football value, $120, uh, $1,000 to the pro shop value, probably like $800 because $1,000, yeah, you can try to sell a $1,000 gift card for $1,000. See if anybody bites um, you found it. You found Probably a not. schmuck if you do. Uh, and then a Tom Brady signed jersey. Now that's probably worth like three grand. I have one up on my wall right now. Uh, don't rob me. So you're looking at a total of about five thousand dollars or four thousand five hundred dollars in value there. Um, I I sue. <laughs> I, I sue <laughs> if I'm if I'm that guy. I I would have left the stadium and I would have been retiring from my whatever i work if i had a job i'm a student i'm unemployed probably drop out of school if that if i got that ball though wow that's a golden ticket steve it and really he, didn't have, he didn't even have to battle for it he just thought mike evans ball please and mike evans gave him the ball i would have been ecstatic be like I yeah would... i'll give you the ball one sec i gotta go to the bathroom real quick and you never come back <laughs> The funny thing would be if the camera picked him up and it's like the ball gets thrown in and he just tucks it and runs up the stairs and leaves the stadium. That would have been hilarious. He should have done I mean, it. Obviously, it would have been funnier if he had an extra ball, swapped it during the game. That would have been the best. He already got one from Mike Evans. Yeah, and then he gets all back. that stuff. And then he's like, you know what? I don't feel like that's fair. I actually have the real ball, right? <laughs> that's basically all I want to know is... um. 
Is that all he's going to get? Is a $1,000 gift card, a signed Brady jersey, and a different ball? I feel Probably. like the, t- the, o- the owners of that team, the NFL. He should at least get season tickets. For life. life Maybe season. not for life, but at least for like next two years. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. I keep, but the thing is, is he already gave it up. He already gave the ball away, so he doesn't have the bargaining power now. He doesn't, but if public opinion and based off the tweets I've seen, it seems like most people are like that doesn't seem like enough. Court of public opinion. We just talked about it. I don't think it weighs that heavy on the Glazers, as we saw with Manchester United, and <laughs> they don't care. Um, but you're, I'm kidding. You're, you're right though. Um, God, Manchester United pisses me off, but the the thing that's i know it's in the moment and i know that uh they're gonna give them more than what we're saying here i think but geez i i don't know what i would have done i I probably would have booked it and ran knowing me (laughs) i can't say that because if because now i'm stealing tom brady's now now i'm like tom i'm sorry gotta get mine though i don't know i couldn't cross tom I couldn't. If it was Peyton you'd Manning, probably, you'd probably give it back right away. I would. I'd just say, let me meet Tom Brady. <laughs> like, I'd just say, let me meet him. Let me shake him. They probably out. would. They'd probably say yes. If he said that, he'd be like, can I meet Tom Brady after the game? They yeah, probably, he probably would. I think Tom Brady's going to meet the guy. I will say that. I don't think he's going to mail him a jersey. I think they're going to, I think he's going to like invite him to his house, have dinner or something with them. There's going to be more than what's been said by the team, but the team saying a thousand dollar gift card is just a, is abysmal. That should just, you should be slapped in the face. Give me a thousand bucks cash if you're going to give any monetary value. Just give me cat. You can give um, a gift donation tax free of up to like $14,000. I think $13,99, or if it's $14,99, it's something like that. Give them that. Give them that to start, okay? Before we start taking taxes out. But no, it's um. Also, that might be wrong. That might be false. I don't know if that's true. So don't. Uh, We're don't not start tax gi- advisors. Yeah, don't start giving out <laughs> money and saying it's all tax free. But that's basically it. I just uh, this Bucks team has a ton of injuries. No Antonio Brown. No Gronk. All that def- All the secondaries hurt. They're six and one. Um, it looks like we're all right about the Bucks. We all thought they're going to win a lot again. Losing that Rams game is, I guess, not a shock. The Rams really, really showed up for that game. But if they didn't lose that, you look at their schedule here. They they're seven and they're six and one. They could have been seven or no, but they're six and one. Saints at Saints. I think the the look ahead line for that game was four. That's probably going to go up to five or six. Teaser alert. Um, Washington. They're going to be favored by double digits. Giants favored by double digits. Colts favored by probably seven and 10. Falcons, double digits. Bills at home. Got to be a good game. Then Saints again, favored by a lot. Panthers, Jets, Panthers. Favor- like they're, they're going to, they're going to win a lot of games, right? Yeah. This easily. offense isn't running. Uh, this offense has a lot of things out. Bronk and AB are huge. I'm just saying final thoughts, not about the bucks. Give me two takes here, Steve. First take for Stappen F1. What'd you say? What did you watch any of that? What'd you think? Hard pounding finish. He's just, I'm glad we picked him as our favorite racer. He's just selectable. Mm-hmm. Red Bull. He, it Big looks Red like Bull he's going to win it. I watched, I watched the final 10 laps and it's like, Hey, that's fun. Okay. That's fun. Yeah. I want to go to that one next year. Yeah, Gabe and I were talking about going to Miami. 
So maybe Miami. Oh yeah, because Miami's gonna be the new one, right? Yeah. I we'll have to look at prices and stuff, but I'm I'm probably down. I think it's actually gonna be in the summer of next year too, which is oh, probably nice. the best. Um, second thing across the pond across the pond, Manchester United. I just said about him. Ole has to go, right? It's time. Terrible manager. God, wasting Ronaldo's last few years of being uh, great. This is going to be bad. They're, the midfield sucks. I don't know. I woke up and I watched that. Well, I woke up. I was up for 30 minutes and I went back to sleep because it was already over. Yeah, and it was concludes, over at that point. <laughs> that concludes soccer talk for the, for the year. Last thing I forgot, there's no Benny's baseball corner because the guy's a dickhead and isn't here. Astros Braves World Series pick. Who you got? Are you watching? Uh, I am watching. Um, I do think it's crazy. I'll do Benny's baseball corner. How literally the Braves after Acuna got hurt literally built a whole brand new outfield and it's been doing them good. <laughs> I will not be watching. And my pick is the Astros four two. Okay, that's yeah. Sorry, I didn't get your take before I jumped in. Um, I will not be. I, I'll watch. What am I saying? I don't want to watch. I don't have any interest in either of these teams. I dislike both of them. I dislike the Astros because they're cheaters. I dislike dislike the Braves because of their fans. Um, God, they are annoying. But I uh, I also have the Astros four two, and I could see it being a sweep. I just think that. I think the Braves are better than that. I just think bullpen versus bullpen. Um, give me the Astros. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, we touched on four sports there pretty quickly. Um, Steve, sorry you've been outside this whole time. I hope you're staying warm. Do you have your goose on, a Canada goose? Do you have a flock of geese in, yeah. your, in your apartment? Okay, good. Multiple gooses. You have two on right now. Wow. You might be too hot. Not Jesus. Um, sexy, Steve. But anyways, okay. Thank you, Stevie. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of days recording week eight predictions. I looked at the, I looked at the, the matchups. A lot of juicy things there. Um, it's going to be fun. So, okay, Steve, talk to you in a few days. Thank you for uh, doing this and get warm. Stay warm. Get cold. Cool down. Take a cold bath. (laughs) Take a cold shower. Okay. Thank you, Steve. Bye-bye. All right. Bye.